Welcome to the Man Cave Podcast with Dan Casper. Local sports roundup brought to you by Amundsen's Appliance Center. So, Brandon, let's start with hockey. How packed was Chippewa Ice Arena the other night between Chippewa Falls and Eau Claire Memorial? It was the most packed I've seen outside of when uh, Wisconsin and Duluth played the uh, men's hockey scrimmage there a few oh, years ago. Yep. And that's just because they could have a little bit more seating behind the goals. You know, Usually they try to keep that open. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, and I even talked to some people that have you know been around the program much longer than I have just to kind of try to gauge, and they all unanimously, unanimously said it was the most packed they've ever seen Chip Ice Arena for a Chihaya boys game. Mm-hmm. And uh, while the result, Chai High gets the three to nothing victory, and now moves on to face Spash for a right to go to state, and that's going to be tomorrow. Tomorrow at Hudson. in Hudson, yep. Tomorrow afternoon. So now, did these two teams play each other? They in did the season? actually. Okay. Um, they played right before Christmas, and Spash beat Chai High five to three, five to three, four. They yeah, it was a, but it was a game where, um. Yeah, it was right before Christmas. It was actually the last team to beat Chippewa. Chippewa right now is on a 16-game winning streak. Okay. So, And those were the top two seeds in that section, the top two ranked teams in the state. Mm. So, I mean, this is a this is a heavyweight matchup for sure. I mean, right. these are two really good teams. Spash is really skilled, you know, really, really fast. Uh, Chippewa, obviously the same thing too, but they can also play physical. Mm-hmm. So, um it's going to be a really, I think, a really interesting kind of litmus test to see because, you know, Chippewa really kind of looks at. There's a few games around that time when they lost to Spash. They also lost a game to Milwaukee, uh, uh, to University School of Milwaukee, where they kind of, it kind of was a bit of an eye opener for them. Like they came into the year, you know, they were expected to be pretty good, mm-hmm. and then they lost those couple games. And I think, you know, the, the team kind of realized, you know, you, you know, you you have to come, you know, you you can't just show up, like you know. And that was something that you know the coaching game kind of said at the time, and they they got the message. I mean, they've come out, they've you know they've played with more urgency, and they've they've been great. I mean, they picked up, they ran the gauntlet, they won all fourteen games in the Big Rivers, which is very tough to do mm-hmm. when you figure that you know the top three teams in that conference were you know three of the top I think five or six ranked teams in the state. You've got some good D two schools in there that are playing to go to state like Menominee and and right uh, or in River Falls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to be in that spot they're in right now, it's, you know, it says a lot, but, you know, they, you know, Chippewa has a tough task tomorrow over in Hudson with Spash. Yeah. Uh, is it a little bit of an advantage, though, travel wise for, for Chai High? I, I guess. Mean, I mean, they're more familiar with the ice, you know, the ice arena. They played over Hudson over there and they won over there, but, you know, it's, I, I mean, was if, it, was it predetermined it was going to be at Hudson? It was. Okay. And I think the rule usually is that, it can change, but number one, the school needs to say, you know, we don't want to do it. Okay. And then you need to find somebody else. Gotcha. And the thing with hockey, is, and actually I guess really all sports, but especially hockey, is you only have so many options. Mm-hmm. You know, may, I guess maybe you could have did it in Wausau, like D.C. Everest or something. But again, you have to make sure that you have a school that's willing to do it. Like right. when you look at basketball, a lot of times you see sectional semifinals and finals are played at a lot of the same gyms, and there's a reason for that. Mm-hmm. Because there's only a certain amount of gyms that can host it. Right, you know, so you you may look at a a mat. You know, I'll use this for an example. Even though it was determined last, you know, it was determined early. Like last year, McDonald played Thorpe in the boys' basketball sections. They played at Chai High. Well, you, you you may think you know, well, you know, halfway, you know, trying to do it halfway between might be Kadat. Well, it's possible Kadat either was not interested or you know couldn't host it. Mm-hmm. You know, so really, 
you know, and if that's the case too with Stanley Boyd, which you know, since I've been here, I don't think either of those schools have hosted like a basketball sectional. Really, that was the only option unless you go out of the way to like North or Memorial. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you just there aren't very many schools that have kind of the infrastructure and want to do it. And, Could, H- and you know, Hudson, I'm you know, they I mean they put in for it. They they yeah. want I'm sure they wanted it. So I mean, yeah, it's a bit goofy when you think about the travel for like a spash. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's just how it is sometimes. I mean, a good example here could be in that two, uh, D2 bracket where Tomahawk plays Mosinee and it's at Mosinee. Right. And Tomahawk's the one seed. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's just, that's just, that happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I can think of examples over the years where, you know, someone has hosted. And that's just, you know, like they, the, you put in, because remember beforehand, before the, you know, usually at the start of the year, like, you know, the sectional semi will be hosted here, mm-hmm. and that's for basketball. Like sectional final is in hot in boys hockey is the only neutral site before mm-hmm. you can stay. Right. So that's predetermined, and it can change, but it doesn't always change. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other side, too, New Richmond is the one seed going up against Amory. That's going to be in Rice Lake. Yes, and uh, that's the the yeah D two, and that too is a bit of a you know you know travel wise because mm-hmm. obviously New Richmond and Amory aren't that far apart. Right. But that's another one where you know Rice mm-hmm. Lake put in the host and. That's a really interesting one. Amory won the uh, middle border. New Richmond, the defending Big Rivers champ, or the champions last year, won D two state title. Mm-hmm. But you know, some different faces there too. But still a good team. Like mm-hmm. that's something we're kind of I think we're seeing with. Um, since twenty twenty when boys hockey went to two divisions, is you're seeing that you know some of these teams that may make it to state. You know they may have a 500 or a little above 500 record, like you know, not 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 the case last year in New Richmond. New Richmond was awesome, but like a team like a Menominee or River Falls, whoever wins that section, like they're going to be, you know, they were a mid-pack team in the Big Rivers. But that just more speaks to the Big Rivers, where you have three powerhouse Division One teams, mm-hmm. and Menominee and River Falls were, you know, pretty competitive against those teams. It's just that there's a difference, right? But those teams, then when they get to state, I mean, they're ready, they're prepared, like. You know, Menominee or River Falls, whichever team makes it to state, they're going to go down there, even though they don't have a great record. But they're going to feel pretty good about their chances because they played Chippewa, they played Memorial, they played Hudson. Mm-hmm. You know, they played New Richmond, they played all these really good teams. Right, and that just helps. I mean, you know, I've said this to people over the years. You know, if you go to state, people don't remember your record. Right. You know, they just remember you went to state. They don't say, "Well, you went to state, but you were only you know fifteen and 12. It's like, no, they don't remember that. Mm-hmm. They yep. remember that you were playing in Madison or you were playing in Green Bay. Yep. Uh, let's do wrestling since we got individual states going on right now. And I know you've got a new piece up, uh, talking about, uh, and this is something you've talked about, uh, throughout the season too, but with girls wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of going on and there's a couple or a few representatives, uh, f- from our area. Oh, and there's many. Um, I mean, it's, you know, watching kind of following along yesterday with, uh, you know, the first day it was, I mean, it's, it's a lot to keep track of because I mean, you know, girls wrestling has just grown exponentially so much it's really good to see like that first year remember 2020 was it 2022 i want to say or 20 yeah i think so because the first year they did girls wrestling like sanctioned by the wa state was its own standalone separate event in lacrosse Mm. but it's and but now it's i mean it's grown to the point where like you know i think then it was kind of more or less like you know, qualifying wasn't it wasn't quite what it is now. Where you know, last week you had to win a sectional to make it, mm-hmm. and most weight most weight classes you had more than one wrestler. So I mean, you had to you had to win, right? And now you've got great representation. I know we've talked a lot about like Eau Claire North and what they're you know what they've done with girls wrestling, and mm-hmm. you know, Cadets had a pretty good you know early turnout for it, and 
I think the piece for me you're referring to would be Elk, or McDonald Elk Mound, yep. which has you know, has two representatives that will still be wrestling today with Mackenzie Simonson and Isabella Giza. So, but there's other ones too, like Stanley Boyd had a, a Anna Krijan who was down there last week or yesterday and wrestled, and there, there's there's so many others. Like, and it's it's good to see because like there you know I don't know if there just wasn't the interest because I remember covering teams that had you know girls on the team you know but they were just wrestling boys. And it's just good to see that that option is there and that so many are kind of gravitating towards it. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, as opposed to like, well, she, you know, she wrestles, but, you know, it's not bad. It's like, no, there's, this is legit. Like you can very much do anything the boys can do, which is the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot of, I mean, boys and girls. Oh my gosh. I mean, there were so many, you know, so many teams in action. I mean. I don't want to miss out on anybody. Exactly. So you don't want to you know, talk about something, but I mean, maybe that's something we can talk about a little bit more next week. Right. When, once we kind of have it all fleshed out a little bit, because then we'll also have Team State, where, which we mentioned last week, Menominee will be at. Yep, exactly. So best of luck to everybody who's still uh, active or alive in the tournament for, yep, for individuals. Yeah. So uh, let's go to girls basketball, because we got a lot more games tonight. Yes, we do. Uh, I know Tuesday we had some games in action, but like... For tonight, you know, Chai High won the other night, so they play Hortonville. North won the other night, so they play Hudson uh, as well. We know Eau Claire Manual Lutheran is, or Eau Claire Manual, excuse me, is is playing tonight here too. So, uh, but you know, with with a team like Chai High, you know, going up against a one seed though, against Hortonville. Polar Bears are good. Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely, and that's also one of my favorite mascots in Wisconsin. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure I said that Hortonville for the Polar Bears, but. Yeah, they picked up the win on on Tuesday over Appleton East. Mm-hmm. Appleton West, sorry. Appleton West, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean Tuesday was the regional quarterfinals, so yeah, a lot. You know, there was you know there, usually that first round like there's a lot of blowouts, but not you know this year there were some you know some better games. But you mentioned a lot of teams still in action. I mean that you know that D one section you mentioned that Hortonville and the one at the top. They're always I mean a contender. You mm-hmm. know, I believe they won the. Fox Valley Association in the conference, which is obviously in the Fox Valley. So right. um, Hudson, who was a part of that kind of three-headed monster at the top of the big rivers along with uh, Memorial and Menominee. Mm-hmm. So, and now, to me, like tonight, and then maybe more so tomorrow night, that's kind of when I think you kind of really feel the intensity of the playoffs set up because then you kind of start to get the match where pretty much every matchup is close. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not getting a 60-20 you know, game. Because you know you're 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 the teams that are left are the are the good ones. Like if you're still alive right now, I mean obviously you got a lot because either you had a pretty good year to where you got to buy, or you won your game Tuesday night, so you got a playoff win under your belt. Mm-hmm. But it's there's a lot of teams left here that are you know that are that are still kicking, and I think going to make for some really interesting matchups tonight and tomorrow night. That's right, because uh, you know they do play tomorrow night. The winners, play, yeah, you get, you've you got know. that quick turnaround, right? Of you know, Friday night, okay, well, we don't, you know, you don't really have much time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yep. and usually I'm sure, that, you know, even though coaches might not say it, there's a little bit of advanced scouting if you kind of know. Right. You know, just enough to say, okay, well, this is what we know about this team already. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we got Menominee going up against River Falls in D2, Rice Lake, Medford, uh, also in in D2 over there. Uh, Division three, just uh, some of the games we got uh, Baldwin Woodville versus Bloomer uh, coming up, St. Croix Falls, Ellsworth. Barron and Prescott, St. Croix Central, Somerset, Elk Mound, and Adams Friendship, Arcadia, Wisconsin Dells, Altoona, and Mauston. And that's, what did I say, that was Division Three, Division Four here, Fall Creek, Boyceville, Colfax, Grantsburg, Regis, and Shell Lake. Uh, 
Mondovi versus Durand, Arkansas. McDonald uh, taking on Marathon. Uh, Abbotsford, Stratford, Cameron, Cadots, and Shatek Warehouser against Phillips. And then Division 5 here. We've got uh, uh, Siren and New Auburn. Clear Lake's a one seed going up against Prairie Farm, Turtle Lake, and Clayton. Webster uh, against Frederick. South Shore against Gilman. Uh, Gilman picking up a win against Lake Holcomb. And uh, Hurley, Butternut, Drummond, Mellon, Prentice, and Owen Withy is the two seed over there, too. A lot more teams in action just kind of looking at the Right, but that's just what's area. kind of immediately more in our area. Right, exactly. So, uh, And then, not this weekend, but then next week we'll know who goes to state then. For but basketball. at the end of next week. At the end yes. of next when weekend. We talk, yeah. Let's put it this way. When we talk next Friday, we'll be talking about sectional championship games because those okay. will be that, that next day. Got it. Okay. So, um, it, Yeah, it, it narrows down fast. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Boys now will their playoffs start next week? Correct. Is it Monday, Tuesday? It's for Tuesday. Some, Tuesday for Tuesday. Some, it's, okay. it's it's the same setup where it's Tuesday, Friday, Saturday for the regionals, and then Thursday, Saturday for sectionals. Okay, it's just a week behind. Okay, gotcha. Um, I did miss a couple of teams like in Division Five here too, like uh, Independence Gilmanton uh, is playing Alma Center Lincoln uh, tonight here too. So there's just a lot of teams. I'm trying to scroll through all these brackets and. And do that. Nielsville in Division Four taking on Luther Nielsville. We know that's a program there for for girls basketball. Multi-time defending Eastern Cloverbelt champions. Yes, uh, definitely. So uh, I'm just kind of scrolling through to make sure I don't want anybody getting mad at me, um, which they probably already are, anyways. Here, so but um, I think that kind of covers Sparta and versus on Alaska in, in Division Two there too. But uh, okay, uh, before. So before we get to, yeah, boys basketball. I mean, is there are, are they done with the regular season at this point? Most I mean, teams are. You okay. still got the uh, a few in action tomorrow. Most notably, I would say Bloomer uh, facing Marshfield Columbus in the Cloverbelt crossover championship game okay. over in Nielsville. So that's the champs from the west and the champs from the east. Also, the second place game is Fall Creek versus Nielsville. Gotcha. So that's always right at the edge of the regular season there. So. Um, Mentioned a little earlier, or didn't mention a little earlier, but it happened on Tuesday. Uh, Bloomer senior Dominic Schwarzenberger, someone we've talked about a good amount on the show, but uh, yeah. became the Bloomer career scoring leader Okay, uh, with a big night uh, Tuesday in their win over Cumberland, past Peyton Dockle, who had a tremendous career for the for the Blackhawks in the middle mm-hmm. part of the last decade. So, you know, he's, yeah. you know, that was, a, that was a record that, I mean, that was, I think they kind of felt he could get, but it was still, I mean, it takes, you know, it t- took some doing because... You know, Payne Dockle was a you know was a great four year player for Bloomer and you know piled up plenty of points. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Schwarzenberger doing that and being able to do that, I'm sure right before the playoffs is nice, just because it's just you don't have to worry about it. Right. You know, you don't want you know if you're in a playoff game and you do it, you don't want to worry about you know oh, are they stopping the game that kind of stuff. So it's no, it was you know he's had a great great career mm-hmm. so far and Bloomer, you know entering the postseason as a two seed. So you know they'll be they'll be able to play a couple home games if you know as long as they keep winning and they they'll, they'll start next Friday for them. Uh, and then before we get to some college stuff, shout out because I know we uh, had an individual tweet at me a few days ago, but uh, with esports and I know Chai High, uh, yes. Chai High's esports team is heading to uh, the state tournament this weekend. Yes, too, in yeah, a lot so. of a lot of teams around in action. So mm-hmm. you know, obviously, is uh, this know, the first year I saw that they had a team? Or a Chai uh, High that I'm not 100 percent positive okay. on, but yeah, it's I mean, it's definitely something that's growing quickly here. So mm-hmm. that's I mean, that's really really good to see. So yeah, uh, so. Best of luck uh, for for that team this weekend too. So esports, there you go. Definitely getting up there in popularity. 
For sure, for sure, for sure. Also, this weekend coming up, we got a gymnastics sectionals. Mm. Uh, Triple Falls hosts the uh, Division One section, so Chai McNeil will be there, Eau Claire will be there. Like a lot of the your D1 local teams. I think a lot of the D2 teams are heading down to West Salem, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, blue gold wise, let's move to the to the college. We've got uh, the Wyack Indoor Track and Field uh, Championships going on. Women's hockey is going to be taking on Superior. Men's hockey is going to be taking on Stout uh, this weekend. So we got some playoff battles there. Speaking of Stout, the women's basketball team uh, going up against Oshkosh for the Wyack Championship tonight. Remember, the women's team uh, upset Whitewater. Uh, to advance to the Wyack Championship game against uh, Oshkosh, who is the one seed in this tournament. Uh, the men's team fell last night to uh, the, to Platteville to uh, end their run over there, too. So got some postseason action at the collegiate level, at the Wyack level, too. All right, Brandon, who is the Carpet City Florence Center local sports spotlights? You know, it's a it's a team we talked about a, you know, here and there kind of throughout the spring, or throughout the winter. Um but I, I kind of want to make sure we really do touch on touch base with them right now, and that's uh, Elk Mound Girls Basketball because they made it through the regular season unbeaten. I believe one of three teams in the state, along with I think Ver- Verona and Oregon, or Oregon in uh, mm-hmm. Division One, to do that. So I mean that's obviously pretty significant. You mentioned tonight that they play Adams Friendship, but you know unbeaten in the Dun St. Croix win that conference title. I mean mm-hmm. they're they're the one seed. They're you know. They have a chance to make a really deep run in what's a you know, pretty tough Division Three field, especially that part of the section. But you know, Coach Jordan Cogshog and that team, I mean, just you know, been just dominant throughout the year. Mm-hmm. You know, they picked up some tight wins, but I mean, I got a chance to see them earlier on in the year, and they are they're very athletic and they and they they can go. So you know, that's going to be a I think a fun team to keep an eye on here with the Mounders as they you know tonight start their playoff path. But ideally, you know, for them, it's one that's a lengthy one. Right. All right, that's your uh, local sports roundup brought to you by Amundsen's Appliance Center.